0: are dehumanizers evil people dehumanization is a concept that is meant to be a bad thing someone who dehumanizes another person is probably a bad person before i go into this a little bit more i want to talk about what dehumanization is in the first place many philosophers have their understandings of dehumanization and their own opinions about the kind of people that qualify as dehumanizers For example, in What is Dehumanization, David Smith talks about dehumanization as an attitude. For him, dehumanizers see others as subhuman creatures, and it is not enough for them to do bad things, but they have to possess an attitude of dehumanization as well. If I were to define dehumanization, I would clarify that there's a distinction between what the word means and how the word is used. Dehumanization means stripping someone of their right to be in control of their humanity. To dehumanize another person does not necessarily mean that you don't see them as a human, but that you don't want to see them as a human. One type of dehumanization is when you possess so much hatred for an outsider that you want to ridicule them. And the worst way you can do this is by taking away the one thing they definitely share in common with you, the fact that they're human. The second type of dehumanization is when you feel like you have no choice but to avoid the humanity of an outsider in order to make your actions towards them more tolerable for you. You don't necessarily have reserved hatred for the outsider, but your personal satisfaction comes first. As I said, how the word is defined and how the word is used are different things. I think that most people tend to see dehumanization as the most violent execution of hatred. It's not enough to have the mindset that another human is something other than human. You have to actively express your feelings. In What is Dehumanization, Smith provides the example of a black man that was tortured and definitely dehumanized. But I don't think Smith had to provide such a graphic example of dehumanization in order to define dehumanization. The torturing of another human being is definitely dehumanization, But so is walking by a homeless person without even acknowledging their presence, simply because it's easier for you to ignore the human than to have to face the guilt that may follow when you are approaching a person you have privilege over. As I said at the start of this, dehumanization is meant to be a bad thing. Someone who dehumanizes another person is probably not the best person. But this belief exists because of how dehumanization is often used. When dehumanization is meant to be the worst kind of act, then of course, you would associate dehumanization with badness. Someone who tortures another person for being a different race is probably not an angel. But my problem is, with how I have defined dehumanization, it's questionable whether this would still mean all dehumanizers are bad. While someone that ignores a homeless person on the street may not be a saint, I'm hesitant to believe that they are evil. In my final paper for Philosophy of Dehumanization, I defined an evil person as someone that was still in possession of their humanity, but habitually doing very bad things for their own selfish pleasure. I think that it's important to acknowledge the humanness of evil people. To characterize them would be to absolve them of a little bit of blame regardless of how small. Being a human person and still having that capability of doing very bad things makes you evil. And it's also important that the bad things are indeed very bad and are done not just on occasion, but regularly and for some sort of pleasure. Hitler dehumanized Jewish people and regularly took the lives of innocents for the sake of political gain and personal motives. He was an evil person. If you're walking down the street and you see a homeless person with a sign asking for money or food or even a prayer, as some are starting to do, it is dehumanizing to ignore them. You don't have to give them what it is that they are asking for, especially if you don't have it or have very little of it, but as a human to a fellow human, their existence must be acknowledged. To walk by homeless people without so much as making eye contact is saying that you don't see them. They don't mean as much to you and are basically not real. It's dehumanizing, but it doesn't make the dehumanizer evil. The reason I think this is because most people ignore the homeless out of a sense of guilt, embarrassment, pity, or even fear. For the most part, it's not always the case, though it's not always the case, they gain no pleasure from dehumanizing their fellow person. In fact, some people probably even feel guilty for their actions following the fact. So this wouldn't make the dehumanizer guilty, regardless of whether or not this is something that is done on many occasions. On the other hand, there are institutions that dehumanize homeless people and have entire motives and end goals. These institutions remove park benches from public places so that homeless people can't use them as beds. These institutions place spikes on their freeways so that homeless people cannot camp under them. In my opinion, this is a form of dehumanization that makes the dehumanizer evil. The reason such anti-homeless architecture is put in place is because homeless people ruin the aesthetic that institutions have in mind. These institutions don't want to help homeless people find shelter, but will do whatever is in their power to ensure that homeless people stop existing. It's consistent evil doing for personal and or political pleasure. Something else on my mind is whether or not evil people themselves are dehumanized. In Moral Monsters and Saints by Daniel Hebron, he identifies evil people as monsters and demons and aliens. David Smith said that when people are dehumanized, they are referred to as monsters that belong to an alien species. It would seem then that evil people are dehumanized. Although I believe that taking away an evildoer's humanity is reckless, clearly my definition of evil isn't universal. Many people believe that evil people have no humanity, and by believing this, I think that they're separating the evildoer from humanness. So I believe that evil people are dehumanized. Again, I don't think that dehumanization necessarily has to mean torturing someone because you hate them. It's enough to want to separate that person from who you are as a human. So someone dehumanizing an evil person doesn't necessarily become evil themselves. But does that mean it's okay to dehumanize evil people, especially when they are theoretically deserving of their ridicule? In my opinion, I don't believe dehumanizing in any form is justified. Graphically torturing another person for being of a different race is an evil thing. It should be an objective belief that racism is terrible and we should strive not to physically or verbally harm others. In addition, ignoring homeless people, even if you feel guilty afterwards, is a bad thing homeless people are human and they deserve to be treated as such though it doesn't make someone evil to ignore them we should strive to be better people and face our guilt and our embarrassment if someone asks us for money and we have it and we want to give it we should if we don't want to we don't have to again homeless people are humans if we're not able or willing to provide temporary assistance To avoid dehumanizing them doesn't mean going out of our way to be seen as good people, giving them all our money in our pockets, or offering house keys. Sometimes all it means is being genuine, making eye contact, communicating, and even tossing a friendly smile while walking by are all basic actions humans share with other humans. Finally, we shouldn't even be dehumanizing evil people. As I said, I believe that for evil people to be evil, we have to acknowledge their humanity. Dehumanization, whether it makes someone an evil person or not, is not something we should strive to be doing. Thank you for listening.